three, two, one. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Oakland, El Salvador, two. Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Great song choice. Great song choice. Uh, you know, we have a friend that, you know, we used to make fun of him for not having any game. And uh, back in the day, oh, fuck it, we can say it. So Eric, my boy, PD, uh, my boy, Super Ego, we used, to, we used to make fun of him and say like, yo, man, you got no game. How are you the most attractive dude in our group and you don't have any game? And we would make fun of him because like, if he was trying to impress a girl, he would randomly work Animaniacs into the conversation and he would start singing that song because he knew the whole song. I mean, he got get, he, his game improved over the years. Of course, I mean, he's, you know, he got a whole ass family now, but uh, definitely back in the day when we were like trying to get at girls, we was like, oh, this motherfucker got no game. And then all of a sudden you hear him in the corner singing United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chatarangsu. I'm Ricky Steps. I'm Mickey Blades. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to your favoriteest podcast in the whole world of 2021. Oh, my God. How is your year going so far? Who wants to start? <laughs> it's been a pretty slow year so far. Hoping it picks up towards the end or something. <laughs> I had my first day of work. Yay! Thank you. First Monday of the year. Uh, starting a job during a pandemic is weird. Like I'm working from home. It doesn't quite feel real. I feel like the day that I have to go into the office, then it'll feel like I'm actually working. But yeah. right now it's, it's strange. You know, it's all over this. So. Oh, so you're still doing, you got the new radio job, but you're still doing it through, through from your house. Yep. I'm at home, got my headset, got my whole little setup over there. But yeah, we started to wake up crazy early to do it. Yeah, prep time for them. Like I'm working with a couple of professions, like they're super professional and really like, like super quick. Uh, they get up at like four to prep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're getting up at 4 a.m. To, to, to make sure to do this shit through the yeah. Zoom. So, so it's get up, so they get up at four, but they got to write. So it's just a different format. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the way that it's going, it's a lot faster. They're professional. They are, they have a certain amount of things that they have to say. So they have to prep it. Yeah. So they prep before and then around, I think I was on camera by like 5.15 this morning. It's not too bad. but Not too bad. Yeah. But when I have to drive, see now. Yeah. That is where it's going to be because we're starting at five fifteen at home. I'm not going to start at five fifteen over there. Yeah, mm. you gotta be there at four to prep. <laughs> yeah, but when I got into radio, I just started having so much more respect for people that have to go and commute into the city, and they have to commute to work, and they wake up at the ass crack of dawn every day. They've yeah. been doing this, so man, you know what? Can't complain because there's people that are doing way more work than I'm doing. How, how long was your commute before when you were going into work at the actual radio station? 30, about like 35 minutes. Because I remember, man, you know how you always be talking about how expensive it is to live in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like we always talk about, you know, LA super expensive to New, to, and New York is also mad expensive. But I just saw a list of like top 10 most expensive cities to live in the United States. And San Francisco is number one. Again? 
Yeah, yeah. They've been one for like three years. <laughs> That's crazy. Ridiculous. So I went into the city the other day because I don't live in San Francisco yet, but I'm right. you know, I'm still in the bay. But I went into the city. It takes like 35 to 40 minutes to get out of San Francisco. San Francisco's not that big, but mm-hmm. the way they got the traffic set up and they're trying to push people to stop driving. So like they expanded the bike lanes, all the signs are confusing. It's it's just a tough city to be in right now. And it looks like the apocalypse came through and wiped everything out. I can't imagine being in New York right now and seeing just empty ass Times Square. You know what I'm saying? Like that's probably so trippy, bro. I wonder what the rats are doing. They're taking over? <laughs> the rats are taking over? Yeah, They're probably thriving. Like uh, at the end of, or in Charlotte's Web, when the carnival closed down and the little rat was like singing songs and eating all the. Running around. Yeah. It's a trip. I mean, I feel like Northern California just has been different during lockdown. Like everything is so spread out. San Francisco's really shut down. Nobody's doing anything out here navigating what you can and can't do out here is pretty much no one's doing anything but southern california looks like it was turning up on new year's um i i've seen so many people from different places at parties and clubs not just southern california philadelphia um just everywhere i'm like yo what the fuck are y'all doing bro (laughs) what are you doing it was this (laughs) it was this news story i watched because atlanta was super popping right and they, this one club on the flyer, it was specifying like, come from your city to turn up in Atlanta. So it was like people coming from like, I don't know if I like Chicago, like Philly, everyone was coming from different cities to go party at this one spot. I was like, yo, and see, and not, and not, and not only are they, you know, coming over here and catching the shit, they got to go back to their cities that are shut down. Right. I don't know. It's it's been one of those things that's just been weird. I mean, California itself is just trying to navigate it. Ten minutes away, everything's open. Go up north, everything's closed. It's super strange. But then when you start looking at your friends' pages and just other people you know from Instagram or whatever on the internet, and you see how life is where they live, it's I get why everybody's pissed. It yeah. is so fucking confusing. Yeah. My city specifically, like a lot of businesses are closed, but I don't know. People always find something to do. They, mm-hmm. it, it feels the same over here. I'm right. in Long Beach. Um, I don't know what it's like in LA. I only go there to handle like small shit in one specific area. But here, if there's people walking around right now coming out of the AT&T store, like it's just regular. At the very least, you know, there's people wearing masks at least, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> in my... <laughs> Like I'm not too far from like uh like um Manhattan Beach. And so like mm-hmm. we'll go for the occasional walk. And uh and it is like every time we pass by on a sunny day like today, it's always like shit, it is a lot of people. Not like not like it used to be, of course, yeah. but it's like wow, it's a lot of people just out and about, but at the very least, they got masks on, which is nice. Yeah. It's comforting now, you know what I'm saying? It's at a level where it's like, oh god, okay, at least at least at least it's wearing a mask, you yeah. know. Yeah. Did y'all see? There was a uh, video on Twitter. I I do believe it was from the UK, some house party. And these motherfuckers were like body to body. They were at a party they couldn't, it was like Halloween in Vegas. It was so packed. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way that's fun. (laughs) No, no, no. 
No. Not fun at all. Not even without the Rona, this shit's not fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like now you might catch it and you didn't even have fun. <laughs> and it was like, like 90% dudes in that shit. <laughs> I had heard a story this morning about some somebody got dressed up in like an inflatable suit and went to one of the hospitals just trying to, you know, show cheer and be, yeah. you know, give love and whatnot. Well, he had the vid. And then ended up getting 43 people infected because yes. the fan. Yeah, those inflatable suits have a little fan and this motherfucker wow. blowing his Rona all over the hospital. It's like, like, like 30 people or some shit. Yeah, like I think it was like 40 something people, but it's crazy because he thought he was being safe. I mean, I would assume so too. I wouldn't have thought about that. I mean, definitely not going around anybody, but yeah, I was like, damn, you can't do nice shit. And then turning up it seems like the turn up people i don't know what world they live in but their rona seems to be different than everybody else's i think cocaine kills the rona <laughs> <laughs> that must be it i mean it makes sense yeah cocaine and alcohol <laughs> they just no it's definitely not alcohol because you know your boy had it and your boy was was you know I'm, I'm drinking significantly less uh these days in 2021 i haven't been drinking at all you know what i'm saying it's been a rough year but uh huh? it's the combination that's funny <laughs> it's a combination of the coconut alcohol but that was funny <laughs> what y'all end, end up doing for uh for new year's absolutely nothing <laughs> i stayed home i didn't do anything me and onyx stayed at home and i went to sleep by like 12 10. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah nah, I, I was up for it, but like we were just chilling. We, I forgot, we ate some bullshit, some Hello Fresh probably. <laughs> it was just chilling. And then um, fireworks started going off out here. So we went on the balcony, but we couldn't see anything because it's just buildings <laughs> over here. So like, Bruh, it's so annoying because the fireworks were loud as hell over here, right? Yeah. But the way my house is positioned, I, I'm right behind like a wall of like shrubbery and bushes yeah. that completely <laughs> blocks anything cool that I would have seen. But but the city you live in, it could have not been fireworks. You that maybe did not see them. It probably was not them. That's true. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it, it's probably so confusing because it's like, I'm like, hey guys, I'm kind of close to Manhattan Beach, but also it's like, could be gunshots. <laughs> but also, if you're from around here, then you're like, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Now, uh, real quick, y'all might know that I got my lovely wife pregnant back there. Luckily for us, she was super fertile that those uh, those those Salvadorian and Eritrean eggs were just bubbling, ready to go for my Thai sperm to swim in there and fertilize. But for a lot of us, the start of the new year feels like the right time to schedule a doctor's appointment and check in with your health. But what about your reproductive health? Did you know that a simple finger prick can unlock tons of insights into your reproductive health, I'm talking about egg count, menopause timing. If your hormone levels indicate conditions like thyroid disorders or PCOS, all things that are good to know whether or not kids are in your future, okay? You've probably thought about the next step in your career and your relationship, but what about planning for kids? You know, women are having children later in life, but biology hasn't changed and we need tools to understand the future of our fertility. 
That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Wow, okay? Now, just for y'all, I got a special, special treat. Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash no chaser. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash no chaser, modernfertility.com slash no chaser. Ah, you know, it's quarantine. We're locked down and there's nothing to do but have some food and make sweet, sweet, dirty, stinky, sweaty love. And that's why I'm talking to y'all about bluechew.com. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? If you like sex, you'll love bluechew.com. And if you have a hard time taking pills, you're not alone. Get the only Soldano fill and Tadlafalil chewables by visiting bluechew.com. Bluechew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Bluechew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you. It only takes a few minutes to connect with a bluechew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at a pharmacy, ships directly to your door, indiscreet packaging. I popped a couple when, 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 er, like earlier this year and look, now she is pregnant. Okay. So these things work. All right. Chewables from bluechew.com are made in the USA. You and your partner will love it. So chew it and do it. And here's a great deal for y'all just from us. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code TIM. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code TIM. Um, yeah, over, over here, there's fireworks nightly, <laughs> but I can tell they're in the distance. <laughs> where I where I stay, there's like this long strip of road that there isn't anything else by it. It's like buy some cows. So people always race their cars over there. <laughs> by, I live by a bunch of cows, okay? So you know what it is, what it is. I can walk and I can see cows and people go and they, they race their cars by where I live, all right? I'm in the country right now. Why are you always near some cows? That's her Oh no, I'm a cow ass person, okay? I just like me some cows. Have, guys, <laughs> um, have y'all ever been near, like, I mean, I've, you know, of course I've like, I've, we've all heard gunshots, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, but what you ever like see, like been right in front of someone like getting shot or someone about to get shot or something like that, something like that going down? I was in Jack London in Oakland. I was at one of the apartments over there and uh, saw someone get shot and they ended up getting shot by my car and I couldn't leave for like hours. Which it was crazy because it was so casual. It was in the middle of the day. The guy did it. You can't really tell, but you look down and you're like, oh shit, first off, you don't want to let nobody see you see what happened. So, <laughs> so I moved away from the window extremely quickly, but it was like the whole situation. You hear it but it's delayed because the sound takes a little bit to get to you. Oh, is everybody frozen? No, just you. Why are y'all frozen? You're frozen. Yeah, it's just it's just Nikki Blades for me. <laughs> yeah. Is she, hello? Did she leave? Y'all were frozen. There you, you go. You were frozen. You were the only one that was frozen. Oh, you two were frozen. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah, for us, it was just you. 
Oh no. I was like, hey guys, what happened? Because Tim's face was like, I'm inquiring about what you're talking about. The spirit of the man you saw got shot to he go to the top. He said, hey, stop snitching. <laughs> I was like, see, no, I peep. But the thing about that whole situation was it was so casual. The guy, it happened. Guy walks like, looks like he's trying to get away, falls down. But then somebody else pulls up to pick up the guy who shot the dude. Yeah. And and then just drove away. But somebody, you know, somebody called quickly because that ended up happening. But that shit was wild. That's what happens in Oakland, for real. Even <laughs> in the nice part. I was in Oakland, yeah. I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I, I ain't seen nobody. <laughs> I couldn't identify anybody if you asked me. Nope. I was very far away. I've heard some things. <laughs> right, right. Didn't turn around, but I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> uh, do you remember this one time we, we were in downtown LA and uh, we went to go, I think we went to go get some 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 chicken and donuts or something. I forget. Mm. But like, and then as we were walking back to the car, they were like, oh, no, you can't go this way. There was a bomb threat on this building. <laughs> and, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> okay. I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, no, it was bumped out on this building. I'm like, well, shit, my car is parked <laughs> underneath this building. <laughs> <laughs> we had to walk around for like three hours until the shit was clear. Like, I think we got some bullshit fucking clam chowder or something at some random ass restaurant. Yeah, that shit's like, crazy. I feel like if you do any events, like any nightlife events, you've been at a club, you've been around some shootings. Like, definitely some shit has gone down. A couple events have been shut down because people brought guns, somebody shot up in the club, shooting outside of the club. Just dangerous stuff happens after midnight. One time we was at the strip club and it was a shooting outside of the strip club while we was in it. Did y'all have to stay inside? Yeah, yeah. And I seemed to be the only one who gave a fuck. (laughs) Wait, what? You're like, excuse me. Like right now? Wait, okay, so (laughs) we just gonna stay here? I was, I was like, like, nothing else we can do, dog. Might as well do a little lap dance. She's like, no, it's okay. It happens. No, no worry. Yeah, we like, bullet holes in her ass and shit. <laughs> it was just jeffing them. Like, bitch. He's going to be back. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I remember, well, you know, uh, we've told this story before, but when you bring up club life and guns, I mean, me and Rick have been a part of the squad that took guns to the club. Man. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Rewind. Yeah, let's retell it. Let's retell it. We were, uh, I was uh, uh, supposed, I was in Orlando uh, for an event I was supposed to perform at. And this particular crowd of people, Rick, are you, fo- oh no, you just standing really still. I'm zoning out. <laughs> I've heard the story before. Yeah, I know. And so we were with this group and um, as, as we're walking, you know, and it was like this, this uh, this tiny Asian girl carrying this big ass designer bag, and then um, she was walking and she was like, "Damn, this shit heavy. You got you got me carrying all these guns in my purse." <laughs> and me and Rick looked at each other like, "Guns, plural." Little <laughs> ABG running around. What exactly is the plan here? <laughs> She's gonna fucking hand them out. <laughs> it was always. I feel like there's always that one down ass girl in the yeah. group that she got everything on deck. Either she got it with her or knows somebody who has it. 
I mean, well, most of the time they they know they're not going to be randomly patting down women. So, all right, you hold this mm -hmm. <laughs> just in case. Pat them out. <laughs> get, we'll get in a single file line. <laughs> get our gun. Uh, Take one and pass it back. <laughs> Take one and pass it back. Take a bullet, pass it back. <laughs> there was uh, this club we used to go to in Anaheim uh, back when we first were like 18, 19. Yeah. It's called Club Boogie. All like the all the just like young when as soon as you turn 18 would go to this club in Anaheim, but it was like you know, um, you know, one of those if you weren't 21, you get your exes and shit. Mm. Um, and uh there were always fucking fights at Club Boogie, mm -hmm. especially in this little room called the reggae room where they would play like you know, like hip hop and reggae all night mainly and dance hall and shit like that. And it was so fun. Like, I loved the reggae room. But, man, it was always, it was, you know, it was like around 10, 30, 11 when the shit would start getting a little smoky inside. And then you knew it was going to end up with, like, someone getting stabbed or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it got shut. I think Boogie got shut down because, like, someone got, like, shot and killed or some shit, right? Um, afterwards, uh, a dude from Long Beach, actually. I think they went to Denny's afterwards. Um, and somebody came in and tried to rob him for his chain, or they robbed his chain in the bathroom, and he chased after them, and they ended up shooting him and shit. Yeah. It's always the after, like, the place that everybody meets up after they go out, it's always, there's always something going on over there. Right. It was so stupid, and I had the homies who always wanted to go to that, and I'm like, look, man, most of y'all soft. <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to go here i don't get this but because the girls would be there right so, here we go and every time every time there was almost a situation I'm like bro i know if something happens me and him will fight the other seven of y'all ain't gonna do shit let's not go there well i i never wanted to go to after function me yeah, yeah you smart. I, I just wanted to go eat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even going to eat fucking Tams was oftentimes kind of dangerous too. So, Tams so Tams, and Dennis. Yes. So Tams Nikki Blades is this burger place uh on Alondra in Paramount where like everybody that basically lived in Paramount, if you were just at a club or at a party, you would go to Tams afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody, every city kind of has that spot, right? But it was definitely like Motherfuckers getting stabbed in the parking lot at Tams. <laughs> Sounds about right. I'm trying to think. So by the time I was off work, when I was, because, you know, I've been working in the city, you know, for like nine years. So we would go to like Cafe Mason or Pinecrest and industry people just go with industry people or their friends and they're just lit and they want to eat. It's the people that are just getting out of the club that are trying to go link up and meet up and all the girls are like oh my god I'm so hungry and then the guys are like oh yeah I'm gonna feed you and girls are stupid and hungry and we they go where the guys are and then somebody's ex-boyfriend shows up and then there's a fight in the parking lot but San Francisco is different like the way that the roads are certain places you just know you don't go don't go on Broadway for no reason don't go <laughs> Broadway you don't need to be there because every club I've ever hosted at on Broadway got shut down because somebody got shot outside or brought it in the club and yeah. then you try to go eat in the strip clubs that are on Broadway. It's just always active. No, thank you. Tams taught me 
a lot about people though. There was this dude we hung out with. He claimed he was just the biggest crip in Long Beach. <laughs> Super crip. He had a big ass expedition, but he was he was a small guy. So we always be like, yo, just chill. But he always kept a gun on him mm. all the time. So one day we in the Tams parking lot after some type of function. He's blocking cars in because he don't care. He just big crip, right? <laughs> so then these other two dudes walk up and they got red flags hanging out their pocket, right? I went to school with them. They're younger than me. It's no situation. But he didn't say anything. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting, <laughs> right? So then I noticed the two dudes look behind them and start tucking their red flags. So I'm like, damn, they soft too. But I don't know why they're tugging it. An older dude is coming up now. He bang on everybody. <laughs> Where y'all from? I'm like, it is eight of us out here. This nigga said, Where y'all from? He got something, right? So we're all at the dude's giant expedition, Mr. Big Crip. He just pulls the fuck off. <laughs> I was like, Just left. Just left. All that for nothing. Were you with him? No. Oh. <laughs> He was one in a car <laughs> with a gun. He's the first one to get the fuck out of there. Mm. He leaves, right? Wow. So the dude came talking because he saw the other two dudes with the flags hanging out their pocket. So that's mm. why he's banging. And they like, oh no, 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 we we not from nowhere. And I'm looking like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he was like, nah, I, I seen that flag hanging out your pocket. I'm, eh, y'all too young to be out here doing this. You know where you at? This is my hood. <laughs> so I'm just like. Well, he ain't saying shit to me. <laughs> he ain't shit to him. <laughs> I'm just mind my own business. So he ends up leaving or whatever. And I think, I don't know, he he like ended on a positive note. Oh, okay. <laughs> and name and shit in a pound. I'm like, all right, nigga, whatever. Awesome. As soon as he leaves, expedition comes rolling back up. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck was you? <laughs> he was somewhere watching all of this go down, talking about. What could I say? Oh my god! Oh, wow. <sighs> Fucking softies. Hey, 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 but real quick, you know what you need to get hip to? You gotta start using that. Hello Fresh is the perfect time. We're staying home. We're trying not to go out. We're trying not to be around people if possible. And that's why you need to mess with Hello Fresh. What is Hello Fresh? With Hello Fresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Hello Fresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. I use it. I use it to cook for chia. You know, I'm no chef, but it makes it easy. It really does. And here's the thing, right? HelloFresh is lit because it cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. I'm no chef, but it really is easy to follow the steps, get a little meal together, and you get to cut down on the grocery bills and food waste. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not over buying, which is a burden on the planet and your wallet, okay? If you watch the vlogs, then you would know that I really do use HelloFresh and I've cooked up some delicious things for my tired and pregnant wife who's back there stretching. Uh, and I got a special treat for y'all. All you got to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash 10NoChaser and use code 10NoChaser for 10 free meals, including free shipping, all right? That is 
HelloFresh.com slash 10 no chaser and use code 10 no chaser for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Oh my gosh, it's lit. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc dot com slash Tim. I used to um I used to kick it with this with this dude in high school and um he was always saying, you know what I'm saying, um like I think he used to claim crip, I do believe. And then one time, but he used to like to fuck with people, right? Mm-hmm. So, like um on some funny shit. Like one time we were at Not Scary Farm mm-hmm. and he heard he heard these girls talking about like some um where they were from right so then so then he goes up to them and he was like he's like what i'm pyro cuz and then (laughs) (laughs) and they and they started roasting him because they didn't know he was trying to be funny you know uh, it was yeah stupid idiot boy you know but there's also like such a struggle for youngins out here because i definitely remember being in eighth grade at a homie who swore up and down he was cripping right in eighty mm-hmm. always like blue shit cuz and all that and then he went to high school and then because he was he was samoan and mm-hmm. or like part samoan and then when he went to high school and he learned that all the samoans are bloods <laughs> oh shit now he was pyro you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a dude like that his name was antoine never forget that name antoine super crip Super crip. <laughs> Left for a year, came back wearing all red, got beat up, never seen him again. Damn. <laughs> now he wears plaid, joined the golf team. <laughs> <laughs> so Nikki Blades, where you from? Excuse me? Where you from, Nikki Blades? I, I don't yell at me. White <laughs> <laughs> Cali. Uh, it's, it's different for us up here, y'all. We have different types of issues going on. Right? Okay, <laughs> fighting cows and shit. Okay, not worried about the same things. I'm not worried about what farm they're from. We're yeah. good. It's, it's just, the stupidest shit. <laughs> but, it is, but it is crazy the division because it is really that is a very much Southern California thing. We get some of it, but there's different shit going on, and I just stay away from all the stuff. So the less I know, the better. Yeah. There was a uh the first time when I started living in Paramount, I had never been in a, a neighborhood with like just so many like um I mean Paramount's majority Mexican, but there was a lot of like cholos that lived like 
not like uh, close to where my old apartment was, right? My, my family's old apartment. And there was one house specifically, it was like just a bunch of, I don't know what was happening in there, but it was a bunch of cholos in there. Mm-hmm. And um, I had just shaved my head just on some, mm-hmm. like, just cause I was wanting to cut my, just a new look, right? And, um, and then all of a sudden this dude who had never talked to me before was on his porch and he was like, hey homie, where you from? And I was like, and I didn't know what I like. I was like, oh, over there. <laughs> and then, and then his, I remember specifically his his little his little chick with him was like, dumb. <laughs> uh, get banged on as a little kid is so fucking annoying. You just you don't know what to do. <laughs> I remember first time I got banged on as a little kid because I didn't know shit. I was genuinely a little ass kid. Yeah. And I was walking to the homie's house because we had to do a project together. And I had my fucking big ass construction paper mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was holding it over my head. And this dude, he was from Dog Patch. I, I learned later where I was at. <laughs> he was like, hey, hey, that's a nice hat, fool. <laughs> I was like, no, it's a construction paper. Just <laughs> <laughs> baby Ray. He made me come to the gate, but I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, this dude means me any harm and shit. Until my friend came out and like was like, oh shit, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, Wait, <laughs> you try to do something to me? I was so annoyed after that. It's crazy, um, crazy. It really is what you guys have to deal with growing up. I grew up in a small town. We have very different problems. If anything, my family was the one causing most of the shit in the city. So the Hawaiian hoe was a troublemaker. You know, I had badass cousins. I really did. When I moved uh, from Hawaii to California, there was about like thirteen of us at one point living in the house, and shit was going down there was definitely some activities that was happening dudes probably sexy as hell too i'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) all of your cousins are probably fucking hot i mean yes but (laughs) you're not relevant to the conversation hey that's always relevant to tim (laughs) (laughs) got some hot ass guy cousins like yeah they were i guess they were i don't know i was little shit all i knew is that my dad had done some stuff and there was one Halloween, some guys was threatening my older cousin because my cousin was in high school. And my cousin had gotten into some shit. Some dudes came by the house. I don't know what kind of guys they were pretty much threatening my cousin. And he did that while he was with my mom and my mom had my sister with her. And when my dad caught wind of it, it's a small town, shit runs very differently. Dad went and found the guys, you know, took care of shit, but did it in front of some of my classmates and people walked on the other side of the street for yeah. years. And um, that is why I didn't get a date to prom because uh, they yeah. scared my dad. Time yeah. to be an enforcer. I mean, I remember <laughs> in high school, it was a dude who was either like blindfolded or, or something like that. And and he walked into the girl's bathroom or someone put him in the girl's bathroom and he didn't know he was in there because he was blindfolded at some type of like prank or some shit like that. And he walked in on some Samoan girls. And then oh, no. Samoan girls got pissed, told their like brothers or whoever it was and they beat his ass, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't do it. It's not, 
We all got big ass family members. We got big dads or big cousins that were, are that are ready. My homeboys yeah. over at the club, shout out to Tao, uh, like six six. And if you are poly, you're family. It's just like you already yeah. are in it. So I got my friends that are like six 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 seven that love me that are like, oh no. Yeah. Oh. Dad can't walk that well anymore, so we got to call back up. Yeah, everybody knows you. Uh, you gotta be really prepared if you plan on going to battle with some polys. Mm-hmm. I don't. You just hit so hard. <laughs> you don't, they don't even have to be big. It's something in the bone. We, you know why? Because they raise us fighting each other. The parents are like, "Nah, listen, you go and start shit." And then you get your ass beat. You got to get your ass beat twice. So you're going you gonna to learn how to fight. My girl cousins, there's five of them. And they will surround your house. Like, they're psycho. They they don't got regular jobs. They're like, look, I ain't got shit to lose. It's because y'all fight with the heart of Tafiti. <laughs> Something like that, man. <laughs> you remember Uwe, Tim? Ooh. He, was, he, was, he was a lot older than us, but he was around. No, I, don't, I didn't know a Uwe, no. All right. Well, one time we was at the park gym and they had weights in there. And he walked in and he was like, hey, blood, spot me real quick. I'm like, all right, cool. So he put on a plate. He put on another plate. I'm like, cool. He put on another plate. I'm like, this nigga put four plates on the shit. I was like, I cannot help you if this goes down. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm like 110 pounds at this point. Yeah. This is not going down. He got that shit up so easy. The bar set. The way what? the bar bent under the four plates. He did that shit three times. Looking out blood. I was like, like, why are you so strong? This don't make no damn sense. Now you got me thinking about this this Tongan girl who I wanted to get at back back in high school and now I'm like oh maybe I dodged the bullet because yeah that can work out you have a lot of people to answer to I was really um I was really sad about that one I, th- I feel like I told this story before but like I'd seen this really super pretty Tongan girl like in passing and then she came out and she was like that's a cute Asian and I was like oh my god she's returning this energy right now <laughs> And then we had a mutual friend, this girl named Katie. And I was like, Katie, who is that? She was like, oh, yes, my, what, that's whatever, whatever. She's, she's new and something, something, right? I was like, okay, dope. I'm a, I'm a, you know, let me see what's up. And I was really trying to talk to her. Like, a, like a, maybe like a week later, I'm like, hey, what's good with whatever? She's like, oh, she changed schools. I was like, no. <laughs> but yeah, you, you dodged the bullet. You really got your ass whooped, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there? To- huh? Were you there at Tams that time? Where the small homies came up there and punked everybody. <laughs> nah. Bruh, this I felt so bad <laughs> for these dudes. Cause it was some, I don't know, I feel like they were Puerto Rican. I don't know. There was a bunch of Puerto Rican dudes out there. They thought they was dipset. They <laughs> they was dressed like them and they was just talking shit, running around, just acting like, I don't know. But you know, I stay out of the way, whatever. So <laughs> at one point I look out the window. And all the small homies is walking up and then they stop. And each one of them is on each one of those dudes. And I just see like, <laughs> right, he's doing this the whole time. I turn away, I'm like, hey, that's all y'all. I mean, my food door opens, I hear them. Y'all want some hacks? <laughs> they took all of their hacks <laughs> just because. <laughs> 
He was giving them to people oh inside God. of town. And I look out the window and they're just standing out there hatless in their giant t-shirts. So sad. sad. Hilarious and sad. But then after they left, they come in acting like they're trying to call somebody. Yo, call so-and-so. Tell them to bring the heat. I'm like, oh they're gone. God. You ain't gonna do nothing. They're gone, sir. We have your hats. Like, what? <laughs> Did you want it back? Did you? You could just ask for it. Uh, funny shit. You remember? Uh, no, you weren't with me. Um, oh, I, I was gonna say first of all, let me let me write this down because so I don't I don't forget. Okay, okay. Uh, freestyle. Hold on a second. Freestyle. I've, I always feel like every time you know I try to stay out of trouble. You know what I'm saying for the most mm-hmm. part. I only feel I feel like the the main times I ever almost got into a fight with somebody at a party because I was always just trying to get some ass or dance with somebody's girl or some shit like that. And I remember specifically one time, me and Rick and the homie Chris went to this house party. And, and I used to do this thing where like, if I saw two girls dancing, um, I would I would just jump in the middle and see who was down to like to dance with me, right? And then there were these two girls dancing and I, and I tried to like grind on one and this girl turned around and me, she said, what the fuck? I have a boyfriend. I was like, oh, my bad, right? So I go in, we walked around the party, did a little lap, I grabbed some chips. The party was whack, so I took the chips with me. And we're walking down the block. We're already a whole block away from this party, right? And I guess the girl had had told her, dude, this motherfucker tried to grind on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he waited so long, but I maybe he thought, he needed to say something or some shit to for his manhood but literally we were down the block and this guy's like hey yo that's my girl man <laughs> so and we're so far at this point so and i was i was so proud of this moment too because i knew it was funny so i had a my big ass bag of chips that i had stole and i was like we'll, we'll get back to that we'll get back to that and i was like my bad and then <laughs> everybody that was standing outside started cracking up and we just kept walking. So funny. So, huh. Tim used to steal bags of chips from parties. Oh, that was In a bag that wasn't getting a lot of action, he would grab it and walk around eating out of the giant bag. Oh, was chips. that my thing? That was your thing. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know it was your thing? I guess I forgot it was my thing. I think I was just, I guess, yeah. He's just a hungry ass person at the party. You know, if you know, if 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 it wasn't getting love, I mean, I, that makes sense because I feel like I was kind of doing that at, at Budram's uh, baby shower recently too. <laughs> Probably there was something that wasn't getting people weren't eating the fucking shrimp scampi, so I was taking all the little or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, that's what you do. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of feel like if a party is whack they owe it to me to either give me <laughs> something to drink or eat. Yeah, if all these girls are going to have boyfriends, the <laughs> least you can do is give me a bag of chips. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> um, the, the other thing I was going to share is, uh, now this was before I met Rick. This is way, way back. Uh, I might, oh, well, actually, yeah, we, we probably weren't friends yet. Um, I was living in Paramount and I was with some other homies that I knew from junior high, my Gardena homies. And we were walking around trying to find something to get into just as fucking high school freshman kids without shit to do, right? And then we run into this 
crew of dudes older than us for sure who are also just like bullshitting in the on by their cars or whatever and then <clears throat> one of them is like one of them was like hey yo do, do y'all rap and and me and the homie johnny we thought we could rap back then right i mean i got bars now yes <laughs> but back then you know we were young you know what i'm saying so johnny spit some a couple little whack shit and because this dude was trying to battle so johnny spit a couple bars and this dude starts going in on Johnny talking about, yeah, your fake ass watch, blah, blah, blah. And then started going in on the group of homies. Your, your boy's hair looks like this and this and that. And we were all like, oh shit. <laughs> and then, so then I, I feel bad for Johnny. I see the look on his face. He has this like deer in the headlights. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Even though it was only just like eight, like five dudes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I said some shit, quick bars about how this dude's chain was turning his neck green. So his homies laughed, right? I'm like, okay, lit, um, not lit, but, uh, the bomb back then. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is the bomb. I just scored one on this dude. And then to throw it in there, cause it was funny. I was like, and you ugly. And his homies laugh. I was like, and your mama's ugly. <laughs> dude stopped. He was like, what? you talk, what'd you say about my mom? And then the other dude in the group, he was like, hey, yo, that's my brother. So his mom is my mom. <laughs> They're ready to beat our asses, right? <laughs> I'm like, man, I didn't say shit. <laughs> like, that's what we thought. And then, good thing we didn't fuck with these dudes, because then he gets a call. He was like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's where the party's at? Okay, yeah, no, no. I got the heaters. Let's go. I'm like, oh, God. Let's not. Let's <laughs> let's go home. <laughs> I, I hate this group of grown men. <laughs> what are you doing? Freestyle battling little kids and bringing guns to parties for no reason? Fucking losers, man. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I love losers. The good old days. Yeah. I was such I was such a square in high school. I couldn't go nowhere. I couldn't go nowhere. I couldn't do nothing. My dad never let me do nothing. The coolest thing I did was we stole my friend's mom's car to go drive around and you know, still got snitched down, got caught. Uh and I had my birthday party in a canal. That's about exciting. <laughs> at, yeah. In Ripon, I don't even know if you guys know where that is, but some small ass town, the volleyball team I was playing on, the travel team I was playing on, the girls, they partied. I wasn't allowed to party. So I was like, okay, you guys set this up. I had a boyfriend at the time and I brought the guy and his friends and then the volleyball team threw me a little bonfire. It, is, it was, there was a lot going on. But That's you. But that's but, it. Nigga, I didn't do any partying until 18, and I was allowed to. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, how lame am I? Well, no, I'm cool. I, I barely really used to party in high school. Um, there, was, there, was, there was some fun ones for sure. Yeah. Um, but I remember my freshman year, the homie threw this house party. And this was before I went to Paramount. I was going to a, a Catholic school, a Catholic high school called Bishop Montgomery, right? And they had a very strict, um, like, rules of how you were supposed to even conduct yourself outside of campus, right? So my, the homie had this house party, and there was alcohol involved. Uh, and I remember, here's what's funny, is I had a girlfriend at the time, and I went to this party, bro. If you can imagine, I had some white swishy pants on. Okay. <laughs> and I do believe it was like 
white tee and like a powder blue Sean John hoodie and also a white visor upside down um, <laughs> at this party, right? But, 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 but I digress. Uh, so, but I, me, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> so, me and my little chick are in the corner grinding on each other, making out, whatever around us, you know, all these little high school kids are, you know, getting drunk. And apparently it was a dude fucking passing out um, Molly's or what are they calling them Molly's back then? Whatever pills they were, they were popping. These kids were popping some shit back then. Right. Mm-hmm. Come to find out the dude that was passing out these pills, it was just like vitamins he was passing out. And all these kids were just on some placebo shit. Like, dude, I'm so whatever. <laughs> but there were definitely some kids there that drank way too much, like had to get carried out and shit. Right come back to school that week and word got around about this party and how crazy it was. And like, I do believe it was like six people got kicked out, bro. Damn. Kicked out of school because of this party for being drunk, for smoking, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't know who ratted on everybody because obviously the teachers weren't at this school or at the party. But uh, yeah, it was a big deal. Wow. Mm-hmm. no thank you yeah no I'm okay my dad was strict as strict he would check my bag before I left the house to make sure you didn't have a change of hoochie clothes to change in yes. mm-hmm. yeah all of that I got one phone call too when I left the house I get one phone call I can't change plans he needs to know everything that I'm doing if something doesn't go right I have to bring my ass home yep did y'all have cell phones in high school I got one um at 15 because I played travel ball so I traveled I traveled the U.S. playing volleyball and softball so it was kind of that was a necessity I need they need to be able to get a hold of me yeah I I did not no no I had no need for it or technology I didn't have a fucking computer for the longest time I I didn't get a cell phone until maybe my I want to say junior year um, junior year, it, and it was just one little block, you know what I'm saying? You play Snake mm-hmm. on it, it could text, that was about it. But <clears throat> um, but I remember, you know, it was kids with uh, sidekicks and shit in high school. Fucking Parrot, he was so cool. Nikki Blade. Grown ass man was like. <laughs> there was this Asian dude in our, our, our high school, this cat named Parrot. He was so, he had all the cool clothes, he had all the Fubu Platinum shit, the expensive Ooh. shit. He had a sidekick. He Ooh. had yes, he had a, a pretty ass Mexican girlfriend with some big ass titties. Uh, Paris was so cool. And <laughs> it wasn't like the 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 kids now who just have money and they buy a bunch of expensive shit right. and not aware. His shit was put together well too. It's like, all right, I'm gonna steal that later. <laughs> yeah, and there's levels. There was one cool guy at our school. Terrence Marin, we're still cool now, but I had the biggest crush on him. He had every pair of Jordans. He was good at sports. He was good looking, always had nice clothes, but he was so mean to me. He was so mean to me back then. I still remember that. I tell him to this day, Terrence, I hope you're watching. Don't text me later. (laughs) You like me me now. Think I'm okay now. Yeah. But you wear Tom's now, fucking Terrence. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you wear Tom's now. Yeah. (laughs) He actually turned out to be a professional baseball player, so he's oh, all right. You. Yeah. Oh, you probably were Derek Jeter's then. <laughs> <laughs> <Jordans>. <laughs> ah. 
but he was the one that was he was the one cool guy like he just always yeah. had nice clothes always had the newest shoes everything was always crispy you know like the guys that you see they they you know clean off the shoes and they make sure everything's nice and taken care of i'm pretty yeah. sure he had a lint roller like he just was always <laughs> you know like just really put together but i don't remember anybody else being like cool and then in college, there were just so many different types of people. And most of the time when you're just around athletes, everybody's in their uniforms. Yeah. yeah. We had the one cool guy pair. And then we had the one uh, guy that the girls just love, fucking Sonny. Sonny, of course. Other than that, everybody was whack. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And then I, um, that was, that was Rick's class. That was, uh, that graduated before me. Um, I definitely like, you know, that's why I started slanging bootleg CDs and candies and shit so I could afford cool clothes, you know, because <laughs> um, I was like, I, I just I never felt right <clears throat> asking my parents to buy me these expensive ass like Sean John uh, denim denim uh, ensembles and shit. So I was like, all right, let me start slanging these. And, and, and I started painting people's Air Forces for oh. money, too. Yeah, yeah. I started customizing them and shit. Um, Y'all got it hard. Being a dude in school, like, I feel like you guys had it hard. Girls can just, you can get away with a lot, but yeah. I know I couldn't dress for shit. We didn't have money. I didn't have nice clothes. I got made fun of. So I'm like, yeah, we washing all those years. <laughs> yeah. Let those go. I, my clothes were really expensive, but I did not wear them cool. Mm. Uh, but I thought I did <laughs> until I looked back later. Like, oh. It could have been done better. Rick, did you have a girlfriend in high school? Uh, I had a whole bunch of, I want you to be my girlfriend in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. Wait, nah, no girlfriend in high no. school. Yeah, yeah me, me neither. Uh, after the one, after freshman year, girl, I did not have a girlfriend throughout high school. I just had a couple little, little situations. I had one girl I went down on one time. And then um, another girl who, <laughs> another girl who I wanted bad, but I let my I let my my little sensitive emotions get the best of me. And she was she was fresh out of a relationship, and it was it was on some like, nah, I'm cool. I get it. I get it. You, huh. you need to do your thing right now. It's cool. Like I know you're feeling me, but you need to have your space. Cool. But then I'd see her even like talking to another dude. I'm like. What, what, why are you playing games with me, man? <laughs> I like you. Uh, like, what, what, what is this, huh? And then I just, and then that got all fucked up, which, yeah. well, like, God, God. Fucking feelings, man. I, I had a couple of like mutual crushes, but I was not about to say anything that took us to the next level. Like, no, she gonna say it somewhere. It's not happening. You know what's stupid? The, with the people senior year that write that tell you they've been feeling you the whole time in the yearbook. It's like, dude, you wasted so much time. We could have been feeling on each other during third period. <laughs> but no, my dumbass, they could have told me I still wouldn't have done anything. I was so satisfied with the bare minimum when it came to girls, and I, I'm like, bro. I got to felt her booty today. I'm good. <laughs> That's all I need. Bruh, 
the the energy the the things that would have been so different if we brought the energy that we had a few years later because right. i remember just being like bro today i massage giselle's booty in class <laughs> Woo! Like, oh you made it nigga. you graduate now <laughs> ah. the bad old days yeah and little did we know it was it was classmates that was just fucking second thing in the little theater <laughs> Crazy. Huh. <sighs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you for watching and listening to another episode of the No Chaser Podcast. We appreciate you for tuning in, even with this shitty audio. Don't you? We'll, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. I, I, I just ordered a microphone actually online, so the next week everybody can plug in their mics. We'll be good to go. Okay. Um, figure out how to work this shit. Yeah, right. we'll figure, it out. We'll figure it out. Everyone's saying some. Some people are saying we should use Discord. There's another app called Squadcast. I don't know. Uh, but I, we'll start figuring it out because I do feel like, you know, this is going to last at least another month or two. So yeah. uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm Tim Chantarongsu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye. Bye.